It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby and Michael Pappas hanging out with me once again today. Hello, sir. Hello. I'm really excited that uh, you brought me on today. It's going to be a big show. Obviously, we've got a ton to discuss. Bree Folds has been named to Top Drawer Soccer's Best 11 team. And there was a Tiger Trio named to the SEC preseason watch list. Those are both so, true things I- that happened. incredibly excited to get into the show today. Derek Brown named the first team AP selection, first Auburn selection since 2014. I feel like there's something we're not mentioning. Oh, yeah. Bo Nix has been named starting quarterback. Oh, Oh, that's what you wanted to... Oh, man, I was just prepared for the soccer stuff. But, all right, yeah, we can do that if you want. Here's what Gus said yesterday. We got two guys we feel like we can win with. and But, uh, you know, I introduced Bo to the team uh, in our team meeting. Our team was very excited. I think from their standpoint, you know, they're, they're happy. They, they know who is going to lead us into that first game. And uh, they responded well in the practice field today. All right, cool. So that is Gus Malzahn announcing Bo Nix publicly even though it broke a little bit before that but I mean the writing was kind of on the wall for this and uh, I mean you and I talked about it throughout this week towards the end of last week that the rumor was kind of trending towards Bo Nix and the thing that's interesting to me is everything that we've heard you know every report that we heard you know from the scrimmages from the practice was that you know like especially for the first scrimmage Bo Nix threw three picks and you know Joey Gatewood looked a little bit better and then the the rumor quickly shifted to, all right, it's going to be Bo Nix. It's only a matter of time until it's been announced. And so my thing is, for him to overcome all of that, he must have been balling out. Yeah, I tend to agree. And we talked uh, briefly in, uh, I guess, Monday's show about the podcast we listened to with uh, with B-Matt when he said that. Yeah, the rundown. Yeah, yeah he said when he said what he said um, about the quarterback situation. And one of the things that uh, J.G. Tate, the guy who's on the podcast with him, said was, one of the things he found most interesting about after one of the scrimmages or practices or something was he saw Kevin Steele getting his ear chewed off by Bo Nix. Uh, and he thought that was one of the most unlikely pairings of people just mm, because, you know, yeah. the quarterback and the defensive coordinator don't spend a ton of time together. But Bo was really trying to get to the bottom of why Kevin Steele was doing what he was doing against Bo and why. Um, certain coverages were confusing him and, and things like that. And maybe maybe it was some off-the-field stuff, you know, like that with Bo's, I guess, hunger for knowledge and hunger to get better that led to this decision. Um, maybe it was purely on-the-field stuff. I mean, you mentioned the three picks, but then reports came out that it was, you know, two of them were really on the receivers. So... Yeah, and, um, and obviously you don't want to base everything off of one outing. You know, it's going to be yeah. a season-long thing. It's been a contest since he early enrolled back in January. Yep. So you're not going to base it all off of, you know, if he had a bad day. But, you know, props to Bo going in as a, uh, a true freshman to start. That's obviously a, a huge accomplishment. Hasn't been done since 1946, I believe is what the press yep. release said. So it's going to be very exciting. One thing I'm already annoyed with, one thing I'm already, already tired of is – Hey, did you know Bo Nix's dad played quarterback at Auburn? Well, that will become the new, did you know Jarrett Sidemus from Texas? I have a different fun fact. Okay. According to 
friend of the program, FOP, Justin Ferguson of Maybe you've ESPN heard of him. 1067 and sure. The Athletic. Right. Bo Nix, his name actually has the fewest letters of any letterman, football letterman ever at Auburn University. It couldn't Five. get... I, could it get shorter? I, I I'm not sure. I don't think so. I mean, it's two and three. I get. I mean, uh, I guess if he had a last name that was two letters long, mm-hmm. first name's not getting any shorter. That's yep. all I'm saying. That's a great, mm-hmm. great fun fact. Thank you. That fact is fun. Well done. So uh, last night I took to Twitter as one does, and I'm like, folks, please shoot me your Bo Nix bold predictions. Because I love some good bold predictions. So I'm going to read them, and I want you to rate them from 1 to 10, 10 being absolutely on fire, 1 being not really a bold, not really a bold prediction. It's just a prediction. Okay? Okay. You ready for this? Is Wait. So this is not whether or not I think they're correct. No, it's I, how I, hot I want, the take I, is. I want you to rate the quality of the bold prediction. Got it. Got it. All right. Matthew Johnson said... He'll be the freshman to beat out both Tua and Trevor. I don't understand this take. Tua and Trevor are not freshmen. So what you got? I'm just Uh, reading what I was sent. I'm going to go with a zero because it doesn't make sense to me. Mitchell Russ said more rushing touchdowns against Oregon than passing touchdowns for Bo. Uh, Like a three? I don't think that's that unlikely. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if that happened. Sure. I would not either. KC says he accounts for three touchdowns against Oregon, throws 25 touchdowns, but has 12 interceptions and runs for another seven touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go with like a nine or 10. I feel like that's very bold. That's two and a half touchdowns a game. The in, the one interception a game isn't that bold, but two and a half touchdowns from Bo Nix per game. That seems like a lot. I think this is my favorite one so far. Yeah. All right. As far as bold goes, I mean, I, I, I certainly hope he's right. 32, 32 touchdowns. That'd be that's awesome. That's almost three a game. Yeah, that would uh, be fun to watch for sure. And that's not counting all the ones that Booby and, yeah. uh, and, and Shivers and Cam are going to get, right? Charlie says, first Auburn QB to win in Tiger Stadium since 99. Auburn freshman quarterback reigns on Florida homecoming. So he had two bold predictions. Uh, the first one, I'm going to go with like a, uh, a two. Uh, I don't think it's that uh, unreasonable to think that this Auburn team can go really? into Tiger Stadium and win. They were up by 20 two years ago. Yeah, if it wasn't going to happen then, when's it going to happen? I guess that's true. I just, I'm just i I'm still not high on Ed Orgeron. They lost a ton of talent last season to the draft. So mm-hmm. but They, they and, do and, that every year, though. Yeah, and, and we'll see what uh, what Joe Burrow can do here now in his second year at the helm but i'm not super high on burrow either okay and then as far as florida goes i mean i think that's that's up there at seven or eight if there's one game that i have circled you know outside of georgia and alabama that's like oh, if i know, if i uh, had to pick one game that auburn does not win it's that one it, yeah if i had I to pick one on the schedule it's like all right if you tell me auburn goes 11 and one i think they lose to florida on the road i agree with you all right however if florida loses to miami that completely changes all right, the next two are similar, but it's uh, presented in different ways. War Eagle 1 says, Heisman winner. And then Beep Boop on Twitter, that's his username, mm. Beep Boop, says Heisman period finalist with the uh, Elmo on fire. GIF. GIF. Debatable. And not. So what, what's, your, uh, what's, your, what's your 
What are you rating uh, these takes? I'm going to rate the first one a 10. Okay. And the second one a 9.3. Okay. I gave it the point three for the GIF. I love the GIF. The GIF? It's a GIF. Um, All right. All right. Fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Liar and the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Follow Locked On Fantasy wherever you get your podcasts. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Fetch Me. They are run by an alum of Auburn and have the greatest variety of restaurants to order and get your meal delivered in Auburn and Opelika. If you are looking to have your family meal delivered in less than 40 minutes, you need to go to Fetch Me. Fetch Me has a great selection of anything you want, including meals from your favorite restaurants, groceries, and coffee. I have to say Fetch Me also has the friendliest and fastest service in town. Fetch Me does that because their mission to change the delivery experience by ensuring each order is delicious, accurate, timely, and most of all, you have a great experience. Fetch Me is the best in the business. Go check out Fetch Me at FetchMeDelivery.com and use promo code FetchMe20 to get your first delivery free. That's FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I got a few more. I got a few more that I want to get to. Um, Auditude says, I predict he will play quarterback. Um, I'm going to go with a zero on that one. Can I go with a negative, negative sure. one? I'm fine with that. What about um, Tim Youngblood says, beat Bama, beat UGA? I think that's like a six. I think that's doable for this Auburn team. That's not that surprising. That's not that bold. All right. Auburn Dad 27 says, both for Heisman and Natty to boot like Cam did. Yeah, that's a 10. I mean, that's, it doesn't that's get hotter a than much. that. It's like, what that's, else? what else can the kid do? Yeah, that's a little much. All right. No pressure or anything. <laughs> sure. 18-year-old true freshman Bo Nix. How quick does he get a statue if he does that? Uh, like a decade. You think so? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to do it while he's still on camp. He'll, he'd have to be out of the NFL. So maybe two decades. No, he wouldn't. Absolutely. It took, it, how many oh, years wait, did it no, take for Cam's camp? Got a statue. Right, Cam's still playing. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. It's fine. Delete it's that. Okay. Delete. I'm not deleting it. No. No. Um, He'd at least have to be out of college, right? Probably. Okay. That's so probably true. Five years? Okay. All right. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Actually, four. Because you'd think that he'd be a first-round draft pick if he does that as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So then... It, they'd ride that well, momentum of they, him coming off the first round draft pick, statue, and then if he flames out as a pro, they could be like, "Well, you know, he did everything here." Yeah. Okay, sure. We got a tweet from uh, from your favorite listener, which is who? Uh, the gloat. The gloat. Colonel Steve. Colonel retired Steve. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great podcast. You loved the depth chart episode from yesterday. He asked us. Uh, he said, "After you talk about Bo being our quarterback, which great foresight by Colonel Steve that he knew we were going to talk about that today." Honestly, yeah. Kind of disappointed he didn't know we were going to talk about the soccer, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, we really technically did lead off with that. 
Um, he, he wants to know if we could discuss which defensive starters are future NFL players. The answer is most of them. NFL starters? No, which defensive starters are future NFL players? Oh, all 11. I don't think Daniel Thomas is. I don't know. I guess it depends on his size, but I mean, last season he had a real nose for the football. I mm-hmm. mean, in... You know, say what you want. I mean, but. he could be a box safety kind of guy. I just don't think he can cover at the next level. But, I mean, as far as his ability right now to attack the football, <laughs> nose for the bo- football when the ball is on the ground, I 100% agree with you. So, I mean, potentially you could put him in some sort of a nickel role. Or, like, I know in uh, in Los Angeles for the Chargers, they play dollar on, like, every – they use mm-hmm. six defensive backs on, like, every play. Right. And so – I feel like there's definitely a role for him at the next level, although he would be one of the guys that's kind of teetering on the edge. Uh, the linebackers obviously aren't aren't going to be 100%. Um, actually, Owen Papa would be a I mean, question Pap- just because of his size. I mean, I think Owen Papa, will, he will play defense in the NFL, though. And maybe it's safety, but I do think yeah. he's going to be on a roster somewhere. And then I think K.J. downhill britt has got a chance. I think Zacoby the Chainsaw McLean, if he's you know mm-hmm. as athletic as you know some of the stuff that we're hearing, if, if that's true, then everybody on the defensive front, I think, um, I think that speaks for itself. So most of them, I think most of them, over and, under is probably eight, eight and a half. I would take the over. I think. Now I, I'm not I saying like defensive starters, but I think they're mm-hmm. on rosters. You know, at some point, because even the guys that aren't going this year, like like the linebackers that we mentioned, like Christian Tut. I mean, those guys are going to get a chance down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. What a question by Colonel Steve. Great question. The gloat. I need to do another read. You ready for it? Yes. All right. No free ads. The Locked On NFL podcast is on fire. Last week, it was one of the most listened to NFL shows among podcasts. With the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock, Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL. Follow Locked On NFL on your favorite podcast provider. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, there was a tweet that was going around this morning that I thought was wild. So apparently Mark Sanchez, Mm. did you see this? I did. I believe I saw you retweeted it. Okay. Apparently Mark Sanchez said that Auburn is is the most likely team to be out of the top 25 by the end of the season. And he also said that Joey Gatewood is more of a pocket passer than Bo Nix. Your thoughts? Uh, first half, I, I actually don't think is that outlandish of a proposition. I think a lot of people, even around here, would agree with him. I, yeah, I, I think if you don't believe in this team and the schedule, yeah, I, I mean that's just mm-hmm. it. It's it's the schedule, and, and you realistically can look at this schedule and say Auburn could lose four or five games easy. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't be all, all that difficult. The only other team that you'd put in there would be Texas A&M because they're kind of in the same position. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, the first half of the statement, I just don't think is really that crazy. Um, the second half, uh, he probably just said. 
he had a 50-50 shot. Okay. And the only people in the country who are going to know that he's wrong are in Auburn, Alabama right now. Yeah, and which is the majority of people won't care. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're Mark Sanchez, it's kind of a it's a win-win. Now, mm-hmm. now we're literally everyone in Auburn is going to be talking about Mark Sanchez. And everyone in the rest of the country I hope people tweet at Mark Sanchez this stuff. Yeah. I think accountability is important. I know. I, People I tweet mean things you. at me when I'm wrong, and I'm cool with it. It's like, okay, thanks. Appreciate it. Start tweeting at me. What the heck? Why do you only tweet at Zach? Because I don't think you, tw- uh, I don't think you make mistakes, Couch Potato on Twitter. Stop. Okay. All right. My mom tells me I'm not allowed to tell people that I'm never wrong. <laughs> you tell me all the time. <laughs> Our offices are next to each other. It's part of working. Hey, that's okay, though. We love it. I thrive off of it, of being wrong every time we have a conversation. Looking well, at... Not every time. You're right. You're right. Sometimes we talk about stuff that there's no right or wrong. I, never mind. Okay. Delete Look, that. All right. <laughs> not deleting it. Looking at the, uh, the AP poll, we have not talked about this. Came out earlier this week. Auburn came in at number 16, and obviously Oregon came in at number 11, and Auburn plays pretty much every team that's ranked ahead of them. It's wild. Clemson at one, Alabama two, Georgia three. Oklahoma at four, which I, I think that's your college football playoff right there. At five, Ohio State, LSU at six, Michigan at seven, Florida at eight, nine is Notre Dame, 10 is your team, Texas, 11, Oregon, 12, A&M, 13, Washington, 14, Utah, 15, Penn State, and 16, Auburn. Do you think this is an appropriate ranking for the Tigers, and what do you think of the schedule and those ranked ahead of them? I think it's a perfect ranking for Auburn because it's right in the middle of the top 25. And right now I feel like the whole country and even us here in town don't really know what we've got from this Auburn team based on, you know, what we, what we think they should be able to, to, you know, move up in those rankings. But, you know, there's with the schedule that they've got, there's a very realistic chance that they move down. I mean, they're just right now being at that number 16 spot. I think it's right where they just should be. Mm-hmm. And I saw a tweet this morning from Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, looks like it's actually from two days ago. Okay. But they released their own AP Top 25. It's actually pretty funny. It's pretty funny. But if you've still got that list pulled up, I'd like to see how accurate it is. I'm ready. All right. Number one, Clemson. Agreed. Number two, yep. Alabama. That's right. Number three, perennial top five blue blood. Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Number four, Heisman contending QB. Is Jalen Hurts? Would you put Jalen uh, Hurts I feel there? Like, uh, even if it's just because the OU QB has won the last two years. Yeah, I they're mean, two for you two, put right? Him in there, yeah. Sure. Number five, SEC East favorite. Ah, uh, it's Ohio State. Ah, uh, that first missed one. Number six, returns 20 of 22 starters. LSU, no. Earlier in the show, you just, uh, you yeah, just they, they, said how much sorry. they lost. <laughs> Number seven, SEC West team that could challenge Bama. Uh, that's Michigan is seven. So it, it looks like they flipped six and seven. Okay. I'm fine with that. Number eight, top five recruiting class, Florida. Yep. Number nine, convincing bowl win last year. Did Notre Dame win their bowl game last year? No, they got smoked in the playoff, but you oh, could also right. say they flipped eight and nine because Florida just dominated Michigan last year in their bowl game. Okay. Uh, number 10, AD calling for expanded playoff. Texas. Yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number 11, Pac-12 favorite, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, number 12, landed major transfer quarterback. A&M. 
actually lost a major transfer quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you go to A&M. Number 13, one final six games last season. Washington, I think, did, did that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 14, won a title in the 90s, looking to be relevant again. Utah? Nope. <laughs> number 15, UCF. <laughs> UCF 17, so they're not far uh, off. Well, who's number 15? Penn State. Oh, yikes. Number 16, defense. I like, I like that they just put UCF there, though. <laughs> number 16, defense will keep them in every game. That's Auburn. Yep. 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 Number 17, well coached. UCF. Yep. Number 18, recent history of overachieving. Michigan State. No, they missed I, that. that one's wrong. I, I no. feel like you could say We're not yes doing this. over the Danton. Um, you could also say they flipped 15 and 17, UCF and well-coached, because Penn State right. with James Franklin's extremely well-coached. Yeah. Number 19, recent history of underachieving. What number? 19. Wisconsin. Yeah? I'm fine with that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Number 20, offense can score on anybody? Iowa. Nope. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Number 21, covered spread in 11 of 12 games last season. Iowa State, possibly. Oh, uh, yeah. Possibly. Hard to win a name. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Number 22, easy schedule. Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, outside of Clemson, They play I feel Clemson, like. that's it. Yeah. Everybody uh, plays no, I think one they good get, team. I think they get Notre Dame this season also. Still, whatever. Okay, two tough games. Number 23, the next UCF. Washington State. Mixed bag there. Number 24, physical at the line of scrimmage. Nebraska. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Number 25, four losses by a combined 10 points last season. <laughs> Stanford. Yes. But you could also say the next UCF is Nebraska because they have the UCF's coach. That's Yeah, sure. Uh, that tweet made my morning. I'm glad we just went through that because Buffalo Wild Wings nailed it. People tuning in to hear Bo Nick's conversation. Do you think they're happy with what we just did or do you think they're mad at us? Uh, you I think, think we'll get mean tweets. I hope I get some mean tweets. Someone fire off a mean tweet at me. At Couch Pat Potato. He wants um, it. You think the gloat will do it? Colonel Steve, just fire. I, I'll know you're kidding, but just fire off a mean <laughs> just tweet. Just rip at him me. a Come new on. one. <laughs> uh, All right. So, yes, yeah, starting. Uh, I've seen a, a, yes? a bunch of reports about how Joey is going to contribute as the, the backup or the number two quarterback. Uh, well, well uh, and, and we've said, you know, it's more likely for Joey to be there, you know, involved if Bo wins mm-hmm. than, than vice versa. You know, if Joey were to be named the starter, you know, how do you fit Bo Nix into there? So there's a that's definitely there. Malzahn was asked about it yesterday, what that looks like. And he's like, I hadn't thought about it yet, which I know is untrue. But yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like he's, you know, Talk to Joey about mm-hmm. getting getting him involved there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and I know Marcelo wrote something. Um, I just got a notification on my phone that front of the program, Justin Ferguson, wrote something at The Athletic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff out there right now about how Joey can contribute and how he will. Um, if he decides to stay, I mean, I, I certainly hope that he does. I think he can still be a, a big asset for the offense. I think he's gone. I, I hope that you're wrong. Um, From an Auburn standpoint, I... It's better for Auburn if he stays because my thing is, you know, how often do you see this happen? And and then, you know, from a quarterback depth standpoint, you go from being extremely deep mm-hmm. to if Bo Nix goes down or, or misses a drive or something because somebody stepped on his ankle the wrong way. Like, all right, Cord Sandberg's your guy. And nothing against Cord, but Auburn's not winning the SEC with Cord Sandberg or quarterback. I agree. But I, I, I don't. 
I don't really see the advantage for Joey to leave now. Either way, he loses the year of eligibility because he's already redshirted. Mm-hmm. So he's going to, at the end of this season, have two years left to play. So why not just stay? Maybe I, I agree. With, if, if he's going to leave, he needs to leave like this second so he can play next year. But I, I just don't think he's going to do that. Leave this sec- so he can play. So you could like you, this fall or next fall. Next fall, like don't sit out this year and you can play the following. Well, year. he'll graduate in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on a three-year track. So he'll be a grad transfer mm, with two years saying. left. So yeah. it makes more sense for him to stay, potentially be you know a decent-sized part in a, a good football team. If he and entered, show that he can do some things and then, you know, go enter the transfer portal as a graduate transfer and, and make a decision about where you want to go next. I mean, he will be the most highly recruited asset in college football if he at any point, if he does it now or if he does it at the end of this year, or two years from now, whenever he, he decides to do that, if he does do it, he will be the highest touted, the most pursued asset in all of college football. It certainly looks that way right now. I mean, I guess you could say that he could just withdraw from the football team and stay in school and graduate and then be a graduate transfer with three years of eligibility left. I don't think you could do that. I'm not confident, but I don't think you could. Because I feel like people would do that more. Because that's essentially what Jared did, and he lost a year. But he, and he went to another school. Like he just spe- Are you sure he lost a year? Yes. Okay. Because I guess that would have been his redshirt year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he played as a true freshman at Baylor. Mm-hmm. And then he left the school. Do you know he's from Texas, like you? Yeah, Stephenville, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. How far is that from where you no grew idea. up? I have no idea where that is. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Cool. Where can people find you and uh, hear you, bud? Uh, they can find me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. Uh, they can hear me on After the Game starting here in about 10 days. That's exciting. Live from Skybar. That's exciting. Follow I'm me on Black Zacherby. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> right. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.